you know, we, we, we don't hear, as I mentioned, a lot of homilies uh, much anymore about contraception, sodomy, abortion. I know I get letters, I, I do too much homilies on that. But most of all, hell and the existence of Satan. Now, who does our Lord talking about here? He's saying, don't fear the one that can kill the body. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. What is Gehenna? That's, that's hell. Now, our Lord says, be afraid. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. But then two lines later, he says, be not afraid. So what's the message here? Okay. There are many things that we need to be concerned about, worried about for our physical well-being. Yes, we have to be prudent with COVID and things like that. What our Lord is saying is none of that compares to the criticalness of something we pay very little attention to, the things that can kill the soul, such as contraception, sodomy, abortion, and especially Satan. He's behind all of those. So what our Lord is warning us here is to be weary of this, the father of lies. And so he will lie to you. Now, these things that can kill the soul, what Jesus warns us is that these are more deadly. We have to be more concerned about these things. Yes, as I said, we've got to worry about our temporal well-being, but it's eternity that matters. Um, now, here's the question. Why would God allow Satan to have any power at all? Because he just says, fear the one who has the power to cast into hell, the Gehenna. Now, why would God give Satan any power? Because remember, Satan only has the power God gave him. What kind of power is it? Well, this morning, after morning prayer, I went back to the catechism, and I found Catechism 395 says, It is a great mystery that God's providence should permit diabolical activity. But we know that in everything, God works for the good with those who love him. Wow. So what does that mean? All right, we've all been tempted and tested. Why would God allow that? The Bible says we have to go through trials. Why? Because that's when love is really shown. Love is really shown when it's tested. You don't really know if somebody loves you until, the, as I always say, the chips are down. Now, we have to be tempted and tested on earth as Christ was before we can be resurrected like Christ was, all right? Christ paved the way, so now we have to follow suit. We are now to fight the devil and his temptations, just like Christ did. Remember, Christ was tempted in the desert. Christ defeated Satan for us so that we don't have to live in bondage. He freed us. This is the greater good. But to get free from bondage takes a struggle. To be freed from bondage, you got to work to be broke free. Now, the grace comes from God, but you have to want it. Do you want to be freed? Do we want to be leaving our life of sin behind? All we have to do is accept that gift that Christ won for us. Well, Jesus did it all on the cross. Yes, but you have to accept it. You have to want it. All right, that's the gift that our free will was given. 
<clears throat> and if we just accept it, we can have that victory. Our Lady of Victory, right? If we choose our will over God's will, that's basically breaking the first commandment. I make myself God. Doesn't mean I worship Buddha or Allah, but I make myself God. We are not freed. Actually, we're enslaved. All right. Many thought Jesus came to free Israel from the enslavement of Rome. And they were shocked. You know, that's why the crowd called for Barabbas. And you know, that's why Barabbas, what he was guilty of. And do you know, that's why Judas betrayed Jesus. Judas betrayed Jesus because he wanted to see Jesus overthrow Rome. Like, what are you doing, teacher? We're, 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 we're enslaved by this Roman army and you're over here talking poverty. What's going on here? We got a bigger problem in Rome and you're talking about walking around and turning the other cheek and being humble. What's going on? Rome's killing us here. That's the whole message. Jesus is saying, yes, you see an enslaver in Rome or we see the enslaver of COVID, but he's saying there's a much greater problem, the enslavement of sin and the evil one. Do not let that lose your focus. That's why I'm never said to be imprudent about COVID, but not at the sacrifice of closing church doors. Not at the sacrifice of risking our soul by not having the sacraments. Not by sacrificing our soul by not going to confession. Not sacrifice, sacrificing our soul by not receiving Holy Communion. There is no disease in the world that is more deadly than that. Because it's eternal. We're not saying not to be prudent. We're not saying not to follow protocol. But we're not saying to close churches and risk salvation. This is what Judas betrayed Jesus for. You're, you're not paying attention to the bigger problem. And Jesus is saying, you don't really know what the bigger problem is. The bigger problem in our world is not a mask or not wearing a mask. The bigger problem in this world is our enslavement to the evil one. And that's what everybody is trying to point out, that Jesus and the Bible and Christians and Catholicism don't know what they're talking about. Actually, it's the wisdom of God. And I know I'm going to get letters, but this isn't me speaking. This is the teaching of Christ. Now, you can win, though, this battle. You can. It's not difficult, actually, because Satan, while he has access to your intellect has no access to your will. You know, the devil did not make you do it. You did. Satan can put the ideas in your head. He has access to your intellect. He can replay your mind like a VCR. All right, past sins or past relationships that you should move on from. Satan will pop in that tape in your head like a VCR and hit rewind, play, rewind, play, rewind, play but he cannot get you to act on it. The sin is not necessarily the temptations that come into our head unless we invite them in and indulge in them. The sin is not that the fact, I hear in the confession all the time, Father, these thoughts pop into my head. I say, well, okay, what do you do with those thoughts? Well, I try my best to reject them. It's not a sin then. Now, if we invite them in and indulge in them, and that's different. 
But God knows this, <clears throat> and he gives us the strength and grace and the sacraments and intercession of the saints to help us in this battle. You know, people don't realize that that is the whole essence. You know, we, 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 when Satan has access to your intellect, but he can't touch your will, you, through free will, determine your eternal fate. This is powerful. But yeah, sometimes, as I said, we can invite evil in, consciously or unconsciously. This is a problem. Exposure to things like pornography, drugs, and most especially unforgiveness. Oh, I can't stress enough. Please, if God has you watching right now for a purpose, if there is anybody in your life you have not forgiven, please forgive. Remember, forgiveness does not mean that you become best friends. It just means you let them go. You don't wish them harm. You wish them well, even if they shouldn't be in your life for whatever reason. Unforgiveness is, is giving Satan a free ticket to control you, to enslave you. Hatred and unforgiveness, the biggest deadly ones of all. Sins of weakness, sins of the flesh are one thing, and they can do dangerous damage, but sins of malice are the worst. I tell you, you've heard me say it before, nobody, no matter what they have done to you, is worth you losing your soul over. I said once before, how ironic is it that if somebody really hurt you, you did nothing wrong, but they really hurt you, and then later they see that, they ask for forgiveness, they, they are sorry, they go to confession, they repent. You know how ironic that is that they can go to heaven, but you who say, I cannot forgive you and I never will forgive you and I refuse to forgive you, you end up losing your soul. How ironic is that? That you didn't do anything wrong. They did it, but they repented and asked for forgiveness. You didn't, you refused to forgive. You're the one who loses your soul. They go to heaven. That is so ironic. But that's the way it is. Please don't fall into those portals. These are called portals. We open our doors. You know, <clears throat> if you think there's been portals opened in your house, if there's been drugs in your house, if there's been pornography in your house, if there's been hatred or unforgiveness in your house, please have it blessed. Have it exercised and then blessed. Bless salt, uh, bless the holy water. These close the portals. If any portals have been open, do that. Even such things as astrology and occult practices, if that's been done in your house, have it blessed. All right. This, you know, the real exorcist movie, um, I told you before, I, I, I read the transcript in, in seminary. It, it was more scary than the movie. And in the, it was a, a true story about a boy who was possessed, but it was by his aunt or through his aunt with the Ouija board. We don't think, oh, the Ouija board's just a little bit of fun. No, that's what was a portal. It opened a portal. All right. Demons can take control, right? Oppression. That's the exterior life. They affect your health. Then they could be obsession where they start to get in your interior, start to cause you depression and anxiety or the full blown possession where they actually usurp and take possession of you. But none of this you have to fear. The bottom line, Jesus says, is be not afraid. God knows. He knows the hairs on your head. All you have to do is turn back to him. Stay in a state of grace. 
Go to the sacraments and evil has no power over you. Satan wants to destroy us, right? That's what he wants to do. Why? So that we share the same fate he did. And he does it through destroying the church and the family, the bedrock. That's why Sister Lucy at Fatima said the final battle between God and Satan will be over marriage and the family. But remember, God has the power. Only power, the only power that Satan has is the power you give him by opening portals. All you have to do is close the door. Satan cannot come in. If you close the door, and if you say, oh my gosh, Father, I've already opened the door, have the house blessed, bless the premises, go to confession to cleanse your soul, you're slamming the door. Now, keep it closed. If by accident the door opens up again, kick them back out through binding prayers. Father Rippinger has, Ripperger has some great prayers. There's some great priests out there. Uh, Father Mark Goring, Father Wade Meninez of the Fathers of Mercy, um, uh, Father Ripperger, who has these binding prayers. You can find them. They're great. So if, 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 if Satan is snuck in, Go to confession to get him out of your soul. Have your house blessed to get him out of your house. Shut the door and Katie bar the door. And if he gets in again, do it again. But that's how we do it. We stay in a state of grace. If you stay in a state of grace, there's nothing Satan can do to you. Even if Christ comes tonight, if you're in a state of grace, you have nothing to fear. Um, Brother Mark and I were watching late last night. We just filmed and did a show on our EWTN show about the end times and a big part of it. A big part of it is the second coming of Christ. So we were talking with Daniel O'Connor, a good friend of mine, and, and he pointed out that if we're in a state of grace, we got nothing to fear. We got nothing to fear. You know, it's funny. Listen to what St. Catherine of Siena said. This is a quote from her. And of what should we be afraid? This is Catherine of Siena. Our captain on this battlefield is Jesus Christ. We have discovered what we have to do. Christ has bound our enemies for us and weakened them, weakened them that they cannot overcome us unless we choose to let them. So we must fight courageously and mark ourselves with the sign of the Most Holy Cross. That's St. Catherine of Siena. Beautiful. So to finish, you know, a lot of times we think about spiritual warfare as the Hollywood, you know, spinning heads and projectile vomiting. Um, but fighting temptation and living the Gospels daily, that's the battle. Being faithful in your everyday life, just getting up, going through your daily duties, taking care of the spouse, the kids, your job, the errands, the shopping, the cooking, the cleaning, being faithful to those duties. That's what you do. All right. So we actually engage in, in this battle every day. All right. The prize is your salvation and the salvation of those you love. You be faithful. You, you bring your whole family to God. You have a wayward child, be faithful, bring them to God. You know, you can <clears throat> win, as we said, by staying in a state of grace, going to confession. You know, um, Ephesians 6 says our battle isn't against human forces. 
all right, but against the principalities and powers. Our battle is not against what we think it is in this world. It's against powers and principalities. The Bible points out that our battles with the world are the flesh and the devil. This is from James, right? The devil influences the world to turn on us, to tempt us, such as by the flesh. In most spiritual warfare, this involves temptation. It's true. But your guardian angel, I'm going to have Brother Alex read St. Faustina when she talks about Satan and her guardian angel right after Holy Communion. So our guardian angel is trying to help us do the right thing. Hell is trying to convince us to do the opposite. Wow. You know, John Paul said, because of original sin, Satan has acquired dominion over mankind to a certain extent. Again, the amount we give him. You know the word devil? The word devil or diabolos. There used to be even a rock group called Diablos. Da Diablos means to cause destruction, to divide or deceive. That's the evil one. The Apostle John said the world lies under the power of the evil one. First John 5.19. That's why Jesus said be afraid of that. He has power over the world. But then Jesus goes on to say be not afraid because you have the power to kick him out. All right. Satan's main goal? Make you think he doesn't exist. You know what St. Faustina said? Most souls that are in hell never believed that hell existed. That's why I'm preaching on it right now. We don't hear about it enough from the pulpit. We don't hear enough about the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, hell. These are the reality. And so, God bless you. You know, all the saints know of this battle with the demonic, John Vianney, Padre Pio, St. Faustina. The demons would attack them. The demons would attack him. Now, you may not have this kind of physical battle like John VNA, where he drags you across the floor. Okay. The other priests would hear the slamming up in John VNA's room as Satan was throwing him against the wall, dragging him across the floor. You might not have that. Most likely you don't. But all of us will have the spiritual battle. And the best thing is, unlike a physical battle, Spiritual battle is easier to win. Spiritual battle is the easiest to win. We think it's the hardest. It's actually the easiest. Stay in the state of grace. If you're aware of any grave sin, get to confession. If you're aware of any portals opened up in your house, get it blessed. Say unbinding prayers. Close the door. Keep it locked with the Eucharist. And you will never have anything to worry about. That's why Jesus tells us, be not afraid. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast 
to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.